Hurt takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run. He's in! Touchdown! Jalen Hurts! The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. And it is A.J. Brown again! Another touchdown! Uh, welcome back to the link lineup. Uh, this is episode 20. Bryce, give me an Eagles player that was number 20. Randolph. Okay. You, you thought, what way else too can you say? <laughs> you thought way too long <laughs> on that one. That should have been like that. But uh, this is the uh, Brian Dawkins episode. Um, in my opinion, the greatest safety in NFL history. I don't care what you think. You're wrong. Um, especially if you say Ed Reed or Troy Palomalo, you are dead wrong. That's back it up. Um, but anyway, we have a we have a fun little episode for you. Um, instead of doing the uh, the previous show where we just ramble about nothing, we are going to actually talk or have like a midseason report card because whether you believe it or not, we're already pretty much halfway through the season. And uh, time flies. Time flies when you're having fun. We're six and one, and uh, it's been a fun season so far. Stressful, but fun. Um, so we're going to do that. Uh, First and foremost, let's talk injuries. Uh, I should have probably been prepared to bring it up um, uh, before we started, but I'm going to pass that over to Bryce. I'm going to buy some time while Bryce looks it up. Uh, I can tell you that Jalen Hurts is not on the injury report. Um, and if you oh, listen, yeah. if you listen to the last episode, uh, you, I'm, you, I, if you recall, I had a sleepless night waiting for some type of news about Jalen's knee, and of course, they wouldn't give it to us. Um, but he's not on the injury report. He's playing. Uh, Bryce, give us the injury. So the one that we definitely knew of was Bradley Roby. Uh, he didn't practice today. His status uh, for the game, he's out. Uh, Jordan Davis popped up on the injury report uh, today. He didn't practice today, uh, so he's questionable. Uh, game time decision. Um, James Bradbury, uh, he had an ankle injury. Uh, he had a limited practice. Zach Cunningham, ankle injury, uh, limited practice. Reed Blankenship, uh, he had a full practice today with a rib injury. And Milton Williams with a heel injury. Uh, he was a full participant of practice today. Yep. Um, based on what uh, we have in front of us as far as the report goes, if I had to guess, uh, Jordan Davis won't be playing on Sunday uh, because he was a – he did not practice today, so typically if you don't practice on Friday, you're not playing on Sunday. Um, so he'll probably be out. Bradley Roby will be out. But otherwise, other team, the whole team is healthy. Uh, the Bradbury-Cunningham injuries are just, I'm getting old and I want some rest, so let's throw on an injury um, for you to get some extra rest. Um, but, but, yeah, uh, we're getting healthy. And uh, for a while there, it looked like uh, we weren't. We weren't ever going to be healthy, but. Finally, feels good to go into the game not really sweating too much. Um, of course, the slot cornerback spot, we we're going to sweat a little bit because Eli Ricks is still a question mark. Uh, he had a great rep against Tyreek Hill. Um, we'll talk. We'll, we'll tell our kids about it one day, but uh, we don't know yet. He's uh, he's he's definitely a question mark. I like him, but we'll see what happens. Um, hopefully, he gets the majority of the reps. Um, in the slot, um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't get to talk to you guys after the uh, the game. Um, how 
start with you, Bryce. How did you feel about the uh, the Kelly Green? Did you uh, think they were a little overhyped, uh, just enough hype, or you see really wanting to switch over to Kelly Green's full time? Um, I think it was I think it was the right amount of hype. Uh, first of all, it's not the same shade of green as the old ones, but you can't. I mean, it's the Kelly Green jersey, so I could see. I see everybody's anticipation for it, excitement about it. Um, I like them. Me personally, I don't think they need to be the full-time jerseys. Uh, pretty sure we had this discussion at the beginning of the year, and I think I said the same thing. Um, they're, they're supposed to be somewhat special, so they're, they're using them as alternates. So um, me personally, I would keep the Midnight Green as your main – uh, your main jerseys, even though I absolutely cannot stand when we wear white on white. I hate it. It does not look good. We're not doing that um, on Sunday, though. Yeah. Wearing white on green. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, that's the good thing. Um, but I think it was it was the right amount of hype for the Kelly Greens. They look, they look pretty good. I liked them. Josh, how do you feel about them? I thought they looked good. I uh, I think Bryce put it well. Probably the right amount of hype. I wouldn't mind seeing them a little more often than twice a year. But uh, I also, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. I mean, I do like them, but I can also see like keeping them special, not making them like the default. Um, but yeah, overall, I'd say the right amount of hype. Or I mean, frankly, I hate to say it, maybe a little bit overhyped. I don't think they looked as good that first game as I was really expecting. I mean, they looked good, but uh, as someone who was a big fan of them, I was a tiny bit underwhelmed when I saw them in action, but uh, I'd still like to see more of them. I will right, throw now. this in there. We're going to argue now. Real quick. <laughs> uh, I've seen – I follow a guy on Twitter, a uh, big Eagles fan, Tom Stakes. Uh, he came out and said with – he said he started off – the first thing I read of the tweet because it was – it was what is like he quoted a tweet from the Seahawks retro jerseys. He said unpopular opinion, and I knew right then before I even read the rest of it. I was like, dude, he's about to piss a lot of people off with this fucking tweet. He said that the Seahawks retros are better than the Kelly Green jerseys, like the neon ones. No, it's the like blue, the, oh, the like blue, the gray, and green. <laughs> yeah, those are cool, like, but not they're not better than Kelly Green. No, I think there's a lot of people. Oh, oh yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like whenever they were in the AFC back in the day. Right, right. Yeah, I mean those oh. are cool, but <clears throat> but uh, let's see. Uh, there was a lot of people on Twitter once because obviously Sunday night football, everybody's most people are watching, especially if you like football. And then obviously it, was, it actually for the first time in a long time, at least a decent ish game. Um, uh, there's a lot of people that are like they like they're overhyped. They're awful. Uh, you're wrong. Uh, they're not overhyped. They're not awful. They are the best, in my opinion, um, retro jersey. Uh, fuck the creamsicles, uh, if that's what you think. No, I'm not talking about the creamsicles. Which one are you talking about? The the t- the Titans, Oilers jerseys. Those are cool. Oh, those I are like cool, them. but those are ass. Uh, compared <laughs> are to they Kelly cool and ass at the same time? <laughs> Kelly Green's on top, baby. You can't convince <laughs> me otherwise. Uh, I, that, that, Nick Sirianni's, Hoodie 
it's going to be a must cop when I go up to Philadelphia. We'll pro- I'm probably going to get it. Bryce probably going to get it. It's going to piss me off because we're going to wear the same hoodie. No, um, I, I really want that that with that starter jacket that you sent me. Or oh, yeah. yeah. That thing is fucking clean, dude. Yeah. But uh, I, I, this brings me to a question, though, since we're talking about retro jerseys. Uh, what other jerseys would you like to see other teams bring back? Like the first one that comes to your head. Oh boy, I just I wish wish I could have thought about this a little bit more. Uh, most of the jerseys I want to see, or I want to see, are kind of already brought back. Like the Falcons with the red helmets, were were really cool. Um, what else is there? The There's one not... that the Go one ahead. that immediately came to my mind was like the two thousands Dolphins jerseys. I don't know why it was like Orange kind ones? of a no. Uh, it's like a darker blue that they had. It may just been like the material of the jersey that I'm thinking of, but like some some of the old school Dolphins jerseys were cool. Like when they had Zach Thomas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All I can think of is like the the orange jerseys. Oh, you talking about like the oh, I, those are ugly, bro. I hate I, those. <laughs> I don't know. I like them. You mean like the like the darker blue ones? Yeah. Like like I know, like that one. Yeah. 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 I don't like them that much. I think uh, I think it may have been the old school logo that I'm thinking of too with the dolphin with the helmet on on it is what is what's kind of selling me on them yeah i just so like when i think of those uniforms i think of i wish i i wish that picture stayed up there but it looks like like that one right there uh yeah uh, ronnie brown yeah. i don't i don't like that at all i like them. I, I hate it it reminds me too much of like uh the hurricanes i i get it but I don't know. I, to me, I think it may just be the color of that material of the old school Reebok jerseys. I hate the Reebok I, jerseys, though. Those are awful. Some of them was hard. I like some of them. Well, maybe, I probably hate them because we had the worst ones with the stitching on the shoulder pads and all that. That was ugly. Josh, you got any that you'd like to see come back? Um, Not that old, but I kind of like the early 2000s Chargers jerseys, like the blue ones that LT wore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are cool. Another one that I was thinking of was like the old school Jaguars jerseys. Those are ugly. Don't do that. Really? The all black ones with the blue like the blue stripe right here? I think I think the whole Jaguar thing is ugly. They, everything they've ever tried is ugly. Remember the 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 two cut the truck or the uh, that was color that helmet? shit was trash. That was that awful. Shit was, that shit was trash. Um but I mean like like I said, the majority of the, epi- the episodes, the majority of the jerseys that I want to see return have I returned like like I said, the, the Falcons one. Um, and then my personal favorite, I'm, I hate saying this, is like the old school uh, uh, 49ers jerseys that they have right now. Um, Which ones? Oh, like the like the old candlestick jerseys that they wear? Gotcha. With it, it's like the prominent white letters. Yeah. 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 I like the when they wore black jerseys at one time. Yeah. Uh, I, I like those. Uh, I'm going to catch a lot of hate for this, but the – the Cowboys helmet with the white face mask, like the all white helmet with the all white face mask. I think that's kind of clean. Blasphemy. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> um, but, Come on, bro. But yeah, that was that was a uh, dirty talk for the week. Um, <laughs> and actually, while we were talking, I, I remember something I wanted to bring up to you guys because you guys know that that Vince McMahon meme where everybody's been sharing, like you know, he's like crying, like like. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be want to tell my kids from the uh, Under the Giant documentary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so 
one of the things that I saw was whenever I tell my kids about Michael Vick, Deshaun Jackson, <laughs> Lashawn McCoy, and Jeremy Macklin. So I thought about it. And I thought about it long and hard. I read the replies. And I was like thinking about a much simpler time in my life where I saw those guys. And it was very fun to watch. But then I thought to myself, what did we achieve with those guys? So I might get a lot of hate for this one. But I think personally, that team was super overrated. Um, I think Michael Vick. I mean, that's fair because I think everything else around it wasn't the greatest. But like, there's the ones that brought that, like, brought the attention to that team. Definitely. Um, but Sean McCoy was by far the the greatest one out of that group. Um, you know, I couldn't believe whenever I looked at his. I don't know why I looked at his Wikipedia page, but like, he only played for the Eagles for like four or five years. It felt like a lot longer. That sounds about right. I feel like a lot longer. I, maybe I'm wrong. I, I think I'm, I might be. You wrong. might be right. I feel like his career wasn't that long. I don't or think it was. Because, I mean, what if, like, his prime was like 2012 to like 20, and it was like 2013. Is he, I'm remembering he had a really good year in like 2013. 2013 was his best year, like yards-wise. Yeah. He, he, he 2011 for was his best touchdown-wise. 2009, 2014. So yeah, five seasons. Six. 20. Six seasons. Oh. Yeah. Can't do math. Um, but yeah, that group, I feel like it was overrated. And I feel like they get talked about a little too much. Simply because. It was just more so kind of the point in time that it happened. Like everything else going on around it and the whole Mike Vick thing coming out of jail and all that stuff kind of brought a little bit more attention than it. I guess their play probably deserved, but I don't know. I don't get me wrong. They were exciting, though. That miracle oh, yeah. at New Meadowlands was. That Monday Night Massacre against the Redskins, bro. Still, like, top three Eagles Jesus, game for me. Bro. Yeah. And then the Chip Ron Kelly Landry came in. Running that mouth. <laughs> and like I said, Chip Kelly blew up the whole thing. So, yeah. But thank you, Chip Kelly, because we, we wouldn't have won. I said, didn't it work out in the end? <laughs> you would have won the big one without you. And uh, you were being such a, a terrible GM, gave Howie the keys to the franchise once more, uh, got him out of that room closet. Um, <laughs> and so we're here. All right. Had a fun time talking about that. Um, I think the Kelly Greens should become a full-time thing. Uh, they look beautiful. My only complaint, and I talked to Caitlin about this whenever the game was happening, I felt like the color on the helmet did not match the, the jersey. And it was I was going to say the helmet was kind of, kind of – I wanted to say mid, but, I mean, it, it, it's so plain Jane, but I get it. Like, I I understand why it, there's it's not a whole lot special to it. But I definitely noticed that too. I was like, the jersey is a definitely darker color than the helmet is. Like, uh, uh, like a little bit of water can ruin that jersey. It can make it go, like, the old school Kelly Greens where, like, they're, like, super dark. But um, – but yeah, enough of that. Uh, let's uh, let's actually move on to the uh, the midseason report cards. Um, so we want to start on offense or defense first. Start on defense first. Defense. You'll All right. Receive the second half. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, defer is my favorite thing in the world. Whenever I hear that or see that tweet, because uh, I, I hate getting the ball in the first. Um, or like the opening kickoff. Uh, but. So we want to do how do you want to do this? Do you want to do interior linemen and then edge rushers, or do you just want to do defensive linemen as a whole? Let's do interior and edge. 
break all it right. down in like full blown groups. Yeah, cool. We can do that. All right. We'll start with the uh we'll start with the interior, the big guys. Um overall so far, pretty big year. George Davis has taken a step forward. Uh Jalen Carter has been very exciting to watch. Uh not putting I mean he's putting up great numbers. I I don't want to say statistically directly. statistically he's and like pressure win rates and stuff like that. He's like a top two defensive tackle in the league right now. I saw it's like the PFF, best, I'm pretty sure. PFF gave him the first, but so you know, take that with what you will. But um Milton Williams has been a stud. I feel like he's he's been underappreciated, underrated this whole time in uh, Philly. Um it's great to see him kind of get some recognition. Um Catavia Street, you're there. Uh you're, you're there, big dog. And uh <laughs> Glad Long you're taking ride, homie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're giving people breathers. Couldn't ask for much more. Uh, Moro Jomo hasn't really been able to play uh, because he's been inactive. And then Tui has been hurt for the past couple weeks. Uh, so mainly the the big the four guys that I was speaking about um, beforehand. Um, I would have to give them probably an A minus. Um, the only thing, the only knock on them is Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter's missed time because of injuries. Um, but other than that, they're getting pressures. They're stopping the run. Uh, something we couldn't do last year. Uh, so relative to the expectation coming from last year's season, uh, you know, I'm excited. So I'm gonna give them a minus price. Wait. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them an A. Um, the reason I didn't go A plus is about the same reason that just about you said you've had guys that's missed time. Um, but when they're healthy and they're on the field and they're playing together, and they all. It's it's really weird because, but it's something that you want to see when the game feels like it's shifting momentum and the offense doesn't. It's kind of losing their stride or hasn't caught their stride yet. You can. I'm always excited when the defense is on the field, anyways. But like, there's point in times I'm like, okay, get get the offense off the field and let the defense try to swing the momentum back towards the Eagles in 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 the middle of a game. I feel like that defensive line and that interior can definitely change a game. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure the Dolphins were one of the best rushing teams in the league coming into last week, and they completely shut them down. I mean, there was nothing that they can do. Uh, so that I got to give a lot of credit to them on just how the defense is playing as a whole. Yep. Josh? so at first i was thinking like between an a or an a minus and i heard both of you give them a slight knock because of time missed due to injury um but you know what? i'm not going to do that i'm going to say a plus honestly i think they've been probably our best position group so far this year i think they've done a fantastic job i think they've much improved from last year i don't think we like last year we definitely needed to make the dominican sue uh and uh, involved Joseph signings this year. I do not think we need that. Um, you know, Jordan Davis has taken a huge step forward. Jalen Carter has played fantastic. It feels like Fletcher Cox is kind Holy of. Holy shit, I forgot Fletcher Cox. Yeah, he's a. Uh... <laughs> I thought you mentioned him. No, oh, I that's didn't. awful. And nobody, <sighs> nobody caught me. <laughs> I just, when you said the four, I was thinking. I did too. Davis, I thought Carter, about it. I was Fletcher like, Cox, and uh, you said the four, and I was like, "Oh, okay." He's I fucking mentioned Catavia Street. 
but he seems like he's more rejuvenated from last year. He seems oh, like yeah. uh, he's taking a step back forward a little. And uh, and yeah, I'm not going to knock him due to injury. I'm going to give him the A plus that I feel like. I'll give him their flowers. Like I'll say A plus. Well deserved. Yeah, this might be the last episode I host because I forgot about that one. That's on me. Guys. That's on me. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm just going off the I'm going off the top here, baby. That's, I don't have anything in front of me. Ah, uh, we got the the edge rushers. So, uh, Bryce, take this one over. I'm not going to miss anybody. Uh, so go for it. All right. So edge rushers, you got Nolan Smith, Derek Barnett. Crazy, Hassan you started Eddie. with him. I'm I'm just taking them all off the top of my head. Let me get there. <laughs> At least I'm not going to leave them out. Josh Sweat, Hassan Reddick, uh, Brandon Graham. Who else we got? Derek Barnett. I already said him. He said it. He it. Uh, I mean, we don't, we don't even have to mention that fucking clown. So Patrick Johnson. Uh, has he even played? <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm actually gonna give this group a B plus just because for one, um so I I I do like the rotation that they have, but there is a slight in the rotation. And it's Derek Barnett. Um, I don't think he needs to be getting snaps over Nolan Smith at this point. Uh, Nolan Smith is has he's done a lot with the time that he's been able to get on the field. Uh, he's pretty good at stopping the run. Um, that was his big thing coming out of college. He's a very undersized guy, but he can he can stop the run. The sack numbers was what his kind of slight was, but he. Quartered his first sack last week. It was kind of a gimme sack, but like me and Chase talked about before we got on here, um, if you put Derek Barnett in that situation, Derek Barnett probably misses that tackle and doesn't get that sack somehow. Probably gets a penalty um, somehow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hassan Reddick, um, he was kind of kind of unknown for the first couple weeks of the season, but I think that had to do with a lot playing with the cast. Um, he's took a step forward uh in these past weeks looked excellent against the run last week and that's not something you usually see from Rasan. um he's more of a pass rush specialist but um he played phenomenal josh sweat dude josh sweat might be our most underrated player on the entire team uh he can, he might be the best player on defense besides jalen carter i mean he's he's progressively gotten better every single year of his career uh and if he gets three sacks this Sunday, um, which is very possible, uh, he's back on pace for breaking 17 sacks. Um, I can't remember his numbers last year, but I think it was somewhere around there or close to that, maybe a couple off. But I know he had over – he had double digit. Um, but, yeah, you still got the veteran leadership from BG. Uh, BG hasn't done a whole lot this year, but I mean, you can't really expect him to. He's 35 years old, I'm pretty sure. So he's letting the young guys take control right now. Um, but I like what I see from this group, and they're only going to get better too as the year progressively goes on. So that's my grade B plus. Yeah, that's, uh, this group is top heavy, definitely top heavy. Um, you know, it's Joshua and Sonrick, they've combined for, um, 11 sacks because five and a half, five and a half is 11. Boom, mass. Um, and the only other edge rusher to get a sack, I believe, is now Nolan Smith, if I'm not mistaken. 
So like Derek Barnett's not doing anything. Brandon Graham hasn't really he's gotten pressures and I feel like I feel like he got a sack, but it's not, it's not about, it hasn't been counted anywhere. So um that's weird. Um but you know, uh very top heavy. Um if one of them down, I'm nervous, to be honest with you. I feel like we could uh trade for an edge rusher or pick up uh, Robert Quinn off the streets again, even though he's probably in I think he's in jail. Um but remember, Robert Quinn has off year, good year, off year, good year. Last year was off year, so he's due for a good year. So we saw him, he goes off for 14 sacks in a span of, what is it, nine games? Yeah. So we can we can hope for that. Um, but I'm going to give him a yeah, B-. Minus. Since you brought up a trade, um, what's a guy out there in the league that you think they could make a trade for? Because I've, I've seen two. One – Makes sense and it's probably realistic. The other one, it makes sense, but I don't, I don't see it happening because they're probably going to win a lot. The one was the realistic one was Yannick Ngakwe from Chicago. Uh, he's played all right. He's he's almost kind of like Hassan. Hassan not great at the run, but he is very good at pass rush, and I think he would benefit on this line. And the other one is like a big splash. Like we're certified to. At least make it NFC Championship game. At least was Brian Burns and Carolina back to back um, years. Yeah, uh, dude, I would. I think I would lose my mind if we got Brian Burns. <laughs> I think he would have more of an impact than Kevin Byard is going to. But the thing is, where would I don't know who he would start over. I don't. Because, I mean, there's no way he could come off the bench, right? I mean. It would have to be some type of, like, heavy rotation. Like, it's like, hey, one play, one play, one play, one play, one play. Yeah. But uh, I don't I don't, think, I don't see it happening. I think it'd be – we'd be trading for uh, a death piece, not, not more like a full-blown star. Um, So that could become – be a trade or it could come via, hey, buddy, what are you doing today? Like, JPP, you know, what are you doing? Is he still unsigned? I think so. Probably. If not, he's probably cares? serviceable. Me and Michael Strahan at this point. He can, he can buddy something in this line. Um, but uh, as far as trades go, uh, honestly, Howie, just trade Derek Barnett for like a, a conditional seventh round pick. Um, if he plays one snap on that team, you they can have the seventh round pick back. Uh, at this point, I'll give him away for free. Um, he's worthless. Um, Derek hungry, Barnett. So if you want to trade for a fucking cheeseburger, that'll do too. Yeah. And Derek Barnett, if you're listening to this, I will beat your ass if you're on the team. <laughs> uh, come December 3rd. <laughs> oh. I'll hop over that fucking fence and I'll whoop your ass. <laughs> Personally. Oh, Jesus. Um, Somebody but yeah. Listen. Yeah, yeah, clip this and send it to Derek Barnett, please. <laughs> you don't have to, because I was joking, sir. Probably whoop my ass. Uh, but I'm going to give him B minus. Uh, Josh, what do you got? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh... Overall, I guess I'd say a B. Um, you know, I think they were a little underwhelming earlier on in the season. Sun Reddick's had a good few weeks since then. Um, Josh Sweat's obviously uh, on pace to have, I think it's like his fifth year in a row with more sacks than the year before. Um, and I think he's been, I mean, obviously, you know, he had double digit sacks last year, but I think his production this year has been a pleasant surprise just, you know, because he continues to improve. Yeah, I think he, he he's definitely. To me, he's got like perennial all pro like potential. He like he 
he's very much the unsung like pass rusher of the league. I mean, he's great on like with us because I mean we obviously know about him, but like I I don't feel like he's like a much known name around the league. Yeah, in come in terms of like stars or whatever, but um, this year could he could definitely uh, I to me he could probably make an All Pro team. I think if he ends up leading the Eagles in sacks, it'll help him a lot also. Because, I mean, last year, um, like I, I mean, we had double digits, but we had four guys with double digit sacks. He kind of got lost in the shuffle, and especially with Hassan Reddick making his defensive player of the year case last year. Mm-hmm. It was hard for uh, hard for Josh Sweat to get much shine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I remember coming out of Florida State, the biggest knock on him wasn't his talent. It was that he had the knee issues. So, thankfully, he's been able to stay healthy to this point. You know, knock on wood. Probably never. Um, that big ass fucking brace on his knee, dude. Yeah. His, his knee injury was bad though. Like it was in high school when that happened. Like they thought he was gonna have to amputate it. It was so bad. Yeah, who was the other guy who almost had his leg amputated? Like the running back from South Carolina back in the day, uh, Lattimore. Oh. Lattimore, yeah. My friend was a big South Carolina fan. He was devastated. Yeah, well, I, I'm um, here in South Carolina, and everybody was oh, yeah. devastated. Yeah, so right. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, um, I forget his first name. He was good in the NCAA, but uh, yes, I mean, it's overall, and like you said, it's uh, we're pretty top heavy at Ed Rusher. Um, I like the Nolan Smith's coming on, like, I'd like to see him get more uh, more snaps, and I think he is definitely the future at the position. Marcus. But uh, Marcus, Marcus, Marcus I was thinking, I was saying Marshawn was stuck in my head. I was, I was too, like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's Marshawn, but it's not Marshawn, <laughs> Marcus, yeah, um. <laughs> But yes, I mean it's overall. I'd say a B. I think uh, I'd say a B, but trending up. Mm-hmm. You could, you know, ask me in four weeks. I might say B plus or A minus, but uh, overall grade for the first half of the season. I'd say a B. Yeah, and to wrap that up, I think if Nolan Smith can continue to get reps and uh, not lose contain, I think he'll uh, he can bump with the grade. Uh, I think I think he'll he'll get another couple sacks here. Um, and then also, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like. I saw somewhere that right now the Eagles are on pace to beat the sack number they had last year, which is crazy because I feel like they didn't have any. They're not getting home. It feels like. Yeah, but like they, we've had sacks in bunches because like I feel like we've had games where first, second quarter, nothing, and then third, fourth quarter we start we start getting like sack after sack after sack and just one big blur. I feel like a lot of our sacks come in garbage time. I know they got two. In a row last well, week. That was Hassan Reddick, or well, the year before, or the week before was like Hassan Reddick because he got two in Garber Sun back to back. Remember? Or was it the Rams game? That was a Rams game. But yeah. last week, Fletcher Cox and Jordan Davis got one. Uh, and then the next play, Josh Sweat got one. So yeah, it, it comes in like Garber's time, and it comes like two as a pair. <laughs> Yeah, but we also get a lot of pressure, um, and pressure obviously will cause quarterbacks to play bad. And so we're doing good on that. Sacks will come, um, but sacks aren't the end all be all. Um, linebackers. Uh, this one probably isn't the going to be the, like the longest discussion um, because there's three players we got to talk about. Uh, four, if you want to include a uh, Christian Ellis, um, but uh, Zach Cunningham, Nicobe Dean, and Nicholas Morrow. I want to give them honestly an A because of like the expectation coming into the season um, and how they perform so far. Uh, but if you put that, uh, if you throw that out the window, 
you could probably look at like a B minus, a B. You know, not terrible, not not great. Uh, they're solid. They're as solid as they come. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's about it. They're solid against the run. Nicholas Morrow, I feel like, is decent against the pass. It's just a combination of everything you need in linebackers, except it takes all three of them and not just one stud. Um, so that's where we're at. So I'm gonna give him a a B, B minus somewhere in that area. <clears throat> um, I think I'm gonna give him. Uh, I thought about this one for a minute as we were leading up to it. I'm gonna roll with a C plus, and the reason I'm giving him a C plus is just based solely on depth alone in in the linebacker room as it is. Uh, there's not a lot of depth. The guys that have played, they've played well enough to almost not stick out as like a bad and in, in like a as a bad slot on tape. So um I have noticed like Nicobe Dean, he's missed some tackles. Um with the other two, it's almost it feels like if they get their hands on you, you they're gonna make the tackle, especially in Zach Cunningham's instance. Uh, I think he's been kind of the the bright light of the linebacker room in like a full game like standpoint. Uh, Nicholas Morrow, he's made some like splash plays here and there, like during games. He had a he had a fucking three sack game against Washington last time we played him. So that helps out the sack numbers, but do it again. <laughs> yeah. And but it, I don't know. It's it's weird because I feel well for one, I feel like Nicobe Dean has a lot higher expectations than he really needs to have. Um, I feel like people would just think he's going to come in and be like this next Ray Lewis. I heard that. I've seen, I've read that before and I'm like, that is an asinine statement. I think I said <laughs> but, that. <laughs> I think, I mean, that's a crazy statement, but I don't I think I said it on this podcast, actually. Yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> After he got the fumble. <laughs> in a preseason game. <laughs> I believe. But I don't know. I think his expectations were a little high, but um, I don't see him making a move just based on – I don't think how he believes in linebackers at all. <laughs> like, he doesn't put much stock into them. Um, so, I think I'm, I'm going to roll with a C-plus right now. Cool. Josh? Yeah, I was thinking C-plus. Um, you know, they've been solidly done their job. Nicobe Dean has not lived up to the uh, sky-high expectations that we've had. That's not a knock against him. It was – going to be unlikely but uh it could still happen it could still happen but uh you know it hasn't happened yet so i'm gonna grade him based on what he's done and uh you know yeah i mean overall they've been solid i mean i don't think we're gonna trade for another linebacker i don't think we need to i think we are you know doing pretty well there overall everyone's you know they're doing their job nothing spectacular but they're not costing us games they're not it's not a major hole i would say so yeah, I mean, C-plus, you know, they're getting the job done a little above average, and uh, it'll probably remain there unless Nicobe Dean makes a jump. But you know, we don't need them to do more than C-plus, you know, with everyone else there around mm-hmm. them with the defensive line, the secondary. Um, so, yeah, C-plus. Yep. Uh, Nicobe Dean's going to do, like, the Ray Lewis shuffle uh, coming out of the uh, <laughs> tunnel. Uh, I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, cornerbacks. Uh I don't even know what to say about the cornerbacks, really. Uh, because, like, 
Josh Job is is a tough watch sometimes. Uh, Darius Slay, I feel like has gotten burnt a little more than usual. Uh, the, the age is showing up. Uh, it's, starting, and, it's starting to show up. Uh, you know, James Bradbury is he's solid, but he make he he makes some uh, he gets burnt a little bit every now and then, which will happen because he's not the fastest guy in the world. But um, you know, Vontae Maddox played what two games? Um, then did he make it to the second game? I think so. Right? I think. I think. It, yeah, he uh, did. He did. made it to the Vikings game. And yeah. That was it. And uh, tore his shit off his tit. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's done. Uh, Eli Ricks. Unpopular opinion. I don't think Avante's back next year. He's not. I don't think it's. I don't think it's super unpopular. I think it's actually the popular opinion. If you if you would have <laughs> said he's back, then you could have said unpopular. But I don't know. Um, Jordan Wiley, if you're listening to this, Eli Ricks is. Uh, he's okay. <laughs> um, that's all he's he hot, is. Man. He's okay. Wow. Need to see but, more, but let's not overreact to the uh the Tyreek pass breakup. Uh I feel like <laughs> honestly I could have made that pass breakup because he kind of oh. behind Tyreek. <laughs> um, but it is what it is. Uh who else am I missing? Uh Bradley Roby. Hey, you you played a game. You played that game, uh game and a half, maybe. Uh, we'd like to see more of you. Uh, Mario Goodrich, you, uh, I think you're on the back squad. Uh, you shouldn't be on the field yet. Um, that's all I can think of right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give him like a, a C, and I think it's because we're old. We're old as dirt uh, as far as like our starting cornerbacks go. I mean, 30 and what, 33, I believe? We're She's old. 33? Yeah, Darius Slay's old. He's old. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's solid. Two more years after this one, too. I mean, that's that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen at all. Here's your money. You don't even get. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's done after this year. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how his decline if he declines. Um, so that that's why it brings up like a trade at the deadline. That's why it's this this position intrigues me the most. Don't say because one Kenny Moore, twenty eight years old. He's, he's he, that's not a fix. <clears throat> okay, I guess, but guys, we got Isaiah Rogers. That's true. We do have Isaiah Rogers for next year. Cook up a fucking parlay for me, my boy. <laughs> but uh, actually, Isaiah Rogers, he's one that Look, he, yeah. he's actually a, he's a pretty good fucking slot corner. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that I don't know anybody else really like. Who would be back after this year between Darius Slay and James Bradbury? My mind is leading to James, but I Has mean, to be. James yeah. is James is getting up there in age, and he like you just talked about, and he's gotten cooked a couple times. But I mean, he's like you said, as solid as they come. But Darius, dude, I don't know. It, like if you looked at his PFF stats, they they're not good. It's but I don't – I feel like he's not getting targeted a lot. I don't – The only problem I've had with him is I feel like every, like, big play we've had or, like, we've had against us, he's, like, in that area. He's like, <laughs> oh, we're in zone. I'm not supposed to be over there. Like, I totally get it. Like, you know, but, like, why are you always the person that's here? <laughs> I get it. You're doing your job, but don't be here. <laughs> Something bad happens. Like, it, like, let it go off for, like – a touchdown. Don't fucking just be like within five yards and not make the play. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but I'm gonna give him like a C. That's that's yeah. pretty much where I'm at. The whole Patrick, the Patrick Sertan talk that uh, that's that'd be cool, but I know it's gonna be a shit ton to give up for him. Uh, I think uh, we, I think this is the uh, the draft where we we draft high on a cornerback. Y'all, we're gonna have a high pick though. Is the thing. Oh, if the Saints keep on fucking up, we'll have a high second round pick. I, I haven't really looked into much cornerbacks in the draft. I know Kalen King from Penn State. That that kid's pretty fucking cold, but he's probably going top ten. So I don't know. <clears throat> it's your- this. My grade is probably going to be where you're sitting, a C. For one, I'm thinking in the future and thinking right now on how they played. So, see. Um, and real quick for Josh gives his grade. That Darius Slay pick was was good. It was fantastic. But let's not act like he made a, a big play on the ball. Uh, that ball, that was a, a here you are, buddy. Catch that. Um, but, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it happened big time on I guess. So, he can keep big play Slay. Josh, what do you got? Yeah, I think I agree with you guys. I would say a C. I think that's been the weak point of our defense so far. I'm low-key worried about that position moving forward. It feels like all our corners are either old or they're just not good. Undrafted. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not confident in any of our younger guys, and Slay and Bradbury are just getting older and older. I mean, Slay fell off near the end of last year after a full season. We'll see how he does the rest of this year, but he's already seems like he's lost a step or two. Um, one uh, one thing I wouldn't mind us doing, and kind of tongue in cheek, is bringing back another former Georgia guy, uh, Brandon Boykin. Uh, <laughs> never should have left, but you know I think he could definitely. I don't know how old he is. He's probably like forty now, but uh, <laughs> uh, he's like he got to be like thirty five. He, he can still play, but he was he I'd was too short though. I think right. He was, that was, that was, he was like that was five nine. Yeah. Well, he can replace Maddox. So I mean, he has Maddox like a, in the slot. He led the league thing, in interceptions, I think, one year. Hey, we're completely forgetting about Keely Ringo. <laughs> I don't know why he hasn't like been in conversation to step on the field at least one time, but that's true. Exactly. That worries me though. As, <laughs> as as weak as we are at that position, the fact that he can't get on the field, that's yeah. not a good sign. Yeah. But he's got stiff hips. Transition to safety, dude. Stiff hips don't eat or whatever they say. <laughs> um Yeah, yeah but, I say see, so. see? Yeah. yeah. Um Safeties, uh, we so here. This is a tricky one because you know we we got uh Kevin Byard, um, and so nothing. essentially nothing. Yeah, uh, we did give up a stud safety, um, and throw Edmonds. Um, You'd be a stud in the XFL. Maybe I hope that's what you're talking about. Uh, I got season tickets to the XFL today. What? <laughs> it was like a hundred bucks for season tickets. Hell my yeah! Told me the tickets go for like seventy bucks by the end of the year anyway, so I'll make my money back selling those. So, oh, you know what? I'll come up there for a game. Actually, no, I won't because that's just hot. <laughs> that's in the spring and like the summertime. Yeah, so. I'm just gonna I'm gonna probably go to like one or two games and sell the other three or four and make my money back. Yeah, the the pack stated didn't the uh, didn't the uh, USFL and the XFL merge together to make one league? Beach me. Yeah. I think I read that. I should ask the Rock. Uh, safeties, I'm going to give him a D, uh, mainly because Terrell Edmonds uh, was the safety. Um, and I can't – I can't – let's pretend like Kevin Byard not here yet. I can't watch another game with Terrell Edmonds at safety. Um, so, well, good thing you don't have to. Uh, 
But if we're talking about uh, long-term outlook, uh, Reed is a stud. Uh, Kevin Byard may not be the all-pro player he once was, but he's not terrible. He's better than Terrell. Exactly, and better than Justin Evans. And, you know, worst-case scenario, we asked Sidney Brown, um, who, I didn't, who I thought didn't play bad at all on Sunday. Um, in fact, he showed some impressive speed uh, on that Tyreek Hill touchdown where he was on the opposite side of the field and still got there before Terrell Evans did. Um, you could throw so, Makai Gardner in that group too. Uh, I like that. Well, I thought the only th- I mean, I like that he's shown some versatility because he was a corner when we picked him up and he's transitioning to safety. Is at least he, he's willing to make that change. Yeah. Um yeah, he I mean the tape wasn't good when he, when he played safety, but yeah, he's there. Happy to have you, bud. Um good special teams player. Yeah. Uh, in all honesty, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him a C minus. Like, but that's mainly because Thor Edmonds is dropping the the grade solo. But luckily, we don't have him anymore, and uh, I'm excited to see what Kevin Byer does for this team. What do you got, Bryce? C, <clears throat> and I'm not gonna go too much into detail because I think you've hit pretty much all of it. I was gonna say. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Josh. Yeah. Um. There's not too much to add. I'm going to say D plus just based on what they've done. I think the trajectory is straight up. They're swapping Bayard for uh, Edmonds and, um, you know, Reed Blankenship uh, coming back from injury. One thing about Reed is, though, I'd like to see him stay healthy. Yeah, I was going to say. That's a big uh, – It's part of the reason why I say D plus because he hasn't been healthy all the year or, like, for the full year. But uh, I would knock him for it, but it's the same injury. So, um, so I'm not – it's not like he, oh, he pulled a hammy and then he then he broke his arm and then he tore his ACL and all that. His ribs. Constant so ribs. Ribs, <laughs> ribs again. Dude, his ribs have to be just fucking shot. <laughs> he, he's better off wearing a flak jacket. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I wonder if he's going to wear one. I would. Yeah, I know uh, yeah, um, I didn't knock interior defensive line for injuries, but I'm knocking safety for Reed's injuries. Or injury. That's so. fair. Um, I am curious to see how Terrell Edmonds plays for the Titans. Uh, watch him become a fucking stud. Uh, <laughs> and uh, hey, you know they signed uh, Kevon Wallace too. Titans. Yeah. Dang it. Two former Eagles. Now Pulled on one over on us, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd like to have him back for depth at, at least. But fuck that. Get, the Eagles put in a claim for him. They just got beat up by the Titans. Oh uh, well. He's ass. Uh, <laughs> Next next position. Uh, we're going to go to the offense now. Uh, probably the most... Holy shit, we've spent so much time on this defense. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, and, and then this preview is going to be really quick. It's going to be a score prediction. Um, <laughs> quarterback, uh, it's probably the most controversial topic. Um, you can go one of two ways. Uh, so I'm going to go right in the middle and say C, um, just because he does have a lot of turnovers, but he also has made some exceptional, some amazing plays. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to my vocabulary like that again um but you know he's been he's been good he's been great sometimes and he's been bad sometimes um so hopefully he starts figuring it out even more it seems like he's slowly getting there um saw that jets game that jets game was fucking dog shit and i'm mad that i'm bringing it back up but i'm gonna go with c um but i still believe in him i still think he can lead us to the promised land um even though he hasn't done it before, he's always been second string or he's always lost. Um, so he might be a loser uh, 
but I'm going to give him a C. <laughs> I'm going to give him a B minus based on um, – so the turnovers, yes, some are his fault, but I feel like there's a couple that have just been fluke and, like, not really his his fault. The interception was – a pick six was a fluke. Yeah, that's bullshit. It, it was his fault, though, because he, he threw it right at him. Yeah, I get it, but if, if that ball's two inches higher, that ball goes through his hands and it doesn't even touch his helmet. But <clears throat> I don't know. Um, some of the fumbles kind of fluky. Like the fumble last game, he was kind of just holding the ball right here, and Buddy just kind of smacked it. So um, kind of fluky, but <laughs> I get it. Keep it tight. High and tight, baby. High and tight. Got to be a two-handed monster. Yeah. <laughs> I I think the reason I'm giving him a B and not an A is because we see what he's capable of last year, and he hasn't played to that standard this year. He talks about standard all the fucking time, but he's not playing to it. <laughs> so and sometimes you got to do what you talk about, and he hasn't really been able to this year, so maybe we can see some change. So Yeah. Uh, real quick, I wish he would show more of his personality like he did. Um during, during the game, the game. <laughs> he, he's giggling uh like a toddler um during the games keying, and then in the in the press conferences he's yeah <laughs> standard standard this standard that fuck off dude just <laughs> tell, us tell us you're hurt <laughs> and then tell us you're having a good time because it looks like you hate, you hate your life um <laughs> but uh sorry sorry josh go ahead no you're good um the thing with Jalen is the expectations for him, especially with the new contract and coming off the season he just had last year, you want more from him. I mean, I know that he's had some fluky turnovers. I know the play calling, in my opinion, hasn't been the best, especially in the red zone. But, I mean, like he says, the standard's the standard. He's, you know, he's in the echelon of compared to guys like Mahomes and Josh Allen, who, I mean, hasn't had a great year himself. But at a certain point, you know, he's at the caliber of guy where, like, he's, like, you just can't have the fluky interceptions. You can't blame play calling. You, you know, you just got to get the job done. You're getting paid however much, yeah. like 50-plus million a year. You're yeah, an MVP every, candidate. You're the face of the franchise. You as much as we just get the job done. As much just, as we can say about him, I still feel like he's a top – to me, he's top three in the league. I mean, we can talk a lot of shit about him because we're fans of him. So, I mean, yeah. but, like, looking outside, you go on Twitter and you see a lot of hate that he's getting – it's not a lot of the shit that people say it's not justified in a way because I feel like they're just hating on him to hate on him at some points because yeah they automatically look at the turnover stats but they don't see they're not watching the games and seeing what happened during these turnovers like yeah. I don't know and I feel like a lot of the hate that he gets is because the expectations are so high like if he wasn't expected to be this like top five top three quarterback then it wouldn't be like, yeah. It wouldn't be a, a topic of uh, discussion, but yeah. you know, he's supposed to be this MVP caliber quarterback, and he hasn't been this year. And yeah. we've been winning, but you know the defense has played a huge part in that. The running game has played a huge part in that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm overall, I'm kind of, I hate to say I'm disappointed, but you know when we're what, what, five and one, six and one, six and, um, six and one. But uh, honestly, for Jalen, with his given the expectations, I'm going to say a D plus. I want to see a lot more from him. I mean, oh hell yeah. I want to see a lot more. I mean, if he keeps, I don't know. I mean, if he keeps playing the exact same way the rest of the year, we're not winning the Super Bowl. Oh, dude, don't fair. say that. Don't fucking say that. I mean, I, mean, I think it, he's got to take a step up. Like, he's, he's, he yeah. can't, 
you can't have a game like that against the Jets. We got to blow some teams out, put a four touchdown game, oh, like, four we, passing if, touchdown game. Like if he has half of the worst, just half of the game that he had against the fucking Jets, we don't make it past divisional round. Yeah, I mean, I'm, Dude, I he's hurt. that out against any. <laughs> also, then say something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> take you know, like, if he's not gonna, if he's not gonna like, I know, but I mean, like, hey, th- I mean, if you're, hey. If you're gonna, if you're good enough to play, then you got. I mean, then you can't have excuses. If you're hurt, you're hurt. Say something. But if you're gonna play, then you got to play like you're 100. And if you don't play like you're 100, you, then then either accept that you're gonna not play as well or sit your ass down. But that just awesome. motivated me right there. Awesome. I just <laughs> I'm ready to go fucking lace them up myself. <laughs> but yes, I mean, so, I mean, I hate to give him a D plus, but I mean, I've been disappointed so far this year. You know. I want to see more. I want to see. I want to see some. I want to see him be that MVP quarterback again, and he has not been that. You know what's you know what's slightly fucked up though is because I've seen on Twitter there's a thing going around. People are comparing Jalen's year to Lamar's year, and Lamar is apparently having this MVP like career defining year, and Jalen's having a down year, and they're the same exact stats. They're they're almost identical, and. I think that leads into a lot of Jalen's character, though, and how people view him as a quarterback more so than than anything. They just hate him because he's handsome. <laughs> that could be it. Yeah. Well, time to move on. Time to move this hate train on somewhere else. Um, <laughs> good running backs. Can't uh, game was ass. Stop giving the ball, dude. He does not need to touch the field, bro. I don't. I don't know why I just hate watching him on the field sometimes, bro. But it's immediate. Like I can't stand this dude. I don't think, I don't think so. When we watch the game, I don't think Caitlin understands why I get so irritated because, like, he'll score a touchdown and he'll like roll his way into like the end zone or like get <laughs> a first down by stumbling his way to it and it looks cool. So, she, I don't think she understands why I hate him, but like, he's averaging 3.2 yards per carry. That is awful. That is so bad. Um, you got to give Boston Scott the ball more. Um, at least he's averaging. 5.6 yards per carry. I think that came from the Vikings game, though. It did. <laughs> it came from the Vikings game. I don't give a shit. What did Kenneth Gainwell do in the Vikings game? <laughs> That's Not true. shit. Play. Oh, yeah, he did play. Exactly. Not shit. Um, and, uh, you know, fuck him. Um, Kenneth Gainwell, if you touch the ball uh, this week, we're not going to Philadelphia. I'm not going to beat your ass because I'm not threatening anybody anymore. Um, but stop, stop touching the ball. Tell coach you don't want the ball anymore. Um, <laughs> stand up, stand up for your teammates. Say Boston Scott needs more carries, coach. You'll you'll uh, earn a place in my heart. Uh, but until then, please stop. Take or an run, injury, like just yeah, run harder or just fall down and just lay there. Um, <laughs> but uh, DeAndre Swift has been a pleasant pleasant surprise. I feel like um, I didn't expect him to be this good, um, even though past couple games i feel like he slowed down a little bit but he still makes plays here where you're like man that guy's an elite talent and uh i'm glad to have him because we got him for a bag of chips as well Uh, shout out howie Um, this is always howie season um but for this group in particular just because yonder swift is so good i'm gonna give him an a minus but fuck can't gain well yep i think i'm right where you're at i'm gonna give this uh group an a Mm, yeah i think i'm stick with a um because to me, the only bright spot, bright spot has been DeAndre Swift, and that bright spot outweighs a lot of the bad that's going on in that room. Um, I wouldn't hate it if they made a move, 
for somebody, a bigger power back. Not Derrick Henry. Stop. Nope. No, no, that's not what. That's not even where I'm okay. going. Don't rule it out. Hold on. Uh, I don't want his old ass on the team. He's got more miles than all of our cars. Give him the rest of the year. (laughs) It would be kind of cool, though. You can't say as soon as you can't say if they if that notification pops up on your phone, you'd be pissed about it. I would be pissed. No, (laughs) No, you couldn't. And I was I was expecting King Henry run all over us, and what do you do? Not shit. In fact, guess what? He's playing for the Titans. He he would be playing for us behind this offensive line. Come on, dude. Fuck that, he's slow. Can you imagine Derrick Henry getting three yards before first contact? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if he That's makes it that far, he's too damn slow. He's, he's watched, not, I don't know, he's like Garrett Blunt on steroids. He's not that, bro, he's not that slow. I, he's slow. He's had like a 90-yard <laughs> touchdown in his career. Pretty yeah, sure 99 career. yards. He, he is like a car with 300,000 like miles like, on it. Yeah. His his engine is sputtering every time he touches the ball. It just it you don't know what you're going to get. Dude, you're such a hater, bro. You can't oh. say that would not be fun to watch. As it a... would be fun to watch. I thought like I'd rather have Kenneth Gainwell run the ball. You're, in fact, okay, we, you're we, lying. in fact, we have Derek on our you, team. He doesn't play. It's Rashad Penny. Literally, just it's, it's you're comparing Henry. a person who's rushed for two thousand yards in their career to Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny could do it. If he didn't blow his knee out every fucking year, okay. Yeah, Derek Henry go. doesn't blow his knee out. Yeah, Derek Henry's healthy. All right. all he had a sixty-three time. yard right. rush. Right. I'm done trolling. I'm done trolling. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's move on. Most of the shit I say is not serious, by the way. Anybody listening? I would not. I would not like it though. I would not like it. Okay. The only reason I wouldn't like it is because of what we'd probably have to give up. Yeah. If we gave up anything more than a seventh round pick, that I'd be mad. Derek, Derek Barnett for Derek Henry. That's I'd be happy with that. I'll take that. Swap Derek's. Yeah, he, he goes back home, Tennessee. There you go. Right. Boom, home for like they gave us. You know, Kevin Byard, he came back home. Then we'll send Derek Barnett right back home. Wow, I'll take it. All right, all right, Josh. Oh yeah, running backs. Uh, I'd give him. Yeah, I agree, Derek. DeAndre Swift's probably been the lone bright spot, but uh, he has slowed down in the last few weeks. Um, I didn't even notice or didn't even realize, but he only has three total touchdowns on the year. I thought he had more, but uh, I'd say like a C plus. Um, I uh, you know, if, if Boston Scott starts to get or starts to take some touches away from Kenny or DeAndre Swift gets back to his first few week form, that could change, and I'm hoping it will. But uh. Yeah, I'd say C plus have yeah, they've been solid but underwhelming after the first couple of weeks. Maybe my expectations were set a little too high by DeAndre Swift's first few games. But um Yeah, we'll see. They've been solid. Nice. Let's move on to wide receivers. Yeah. Uh can we say anything other than A or A A A or A plus? Because like AJ's carrying the fucking the, the squad. Um, best receiver in the NFL by far. Fuck you, Tyreek. You suck. Um, we got AJ Brown. Fucking midget, bitch. All right. Well, we don't have to do all that. <laughs> but uh, you can take your backflip somewhere else because it ain't worth a shit here. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll give him an A. I, I feel like Devontae Smith could, could, have, could play better. Um, and 
I'm still waiting for him to have that breakout game, which we do play Washington in Washington. And what did he do last year in Washington? Broke the fuck out. And so this could be the start of something beautiful where we have two receivers going over 200 yards every game. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, if, if you want to cook up a parlay, that's over. Alternative receiving line, 200 yards each. You will not, it's not money wasted, it's money well spent because you're about to be a millionaire. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, thank me later. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I feel like Devontae could play better, and I hope he does. Uh, Alameda has been. He's been solid. I feel like when he's got to play, Quez has been ass. I wish he'd get out of the get out of the team. I'm um, just cut him already. Um, and then uh, Julio, one catch, three yards, baby. Can't ask for much more than that. I'm kind of yeah. intrigued on what what's going to happen with him. Yeah, I think I think he'll I think he'll uh, definitely be more involved at the, as the uh, season progresses. He got his feet wet, and that's all he needed really. <laughs> and uh, I think he's a solid uh, third option. Um, so for that reason, and AJ being. The guy that he is, I'm gonna give him an A. Nothing different. A. Uh-huh. <sighs> Not to buck the trend. I mean, it feels criminal to give them anything other than an A plus because of AJ. But I think there's that a butt in here. Here big... we go, dude. What is the deal with you today? You <laughs> negative Nancy. Josh is a hater. Hey, I just, <laughs> hey, I expect. Perfection from the Eagles. He said, he said we're not going to Super Bowl. He said Jalen Hurts. No, 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 no. I didn't. <laughs> All right. No, I, I think he oh. will turn it around. So I think we will go to the Super Bowl. But he's got to step it up, and I think he will. I have, I have faith. Um, Devontae Smith's been underwhelming this year. I had really high expectations. He's kind of on pace to have like his rookie year numbers more than his numbers last year. Um, you know, so I mean, that's it's still solid, especially when he's the number two receiver. But we were expecting him to like arguably have better numbers than. AJ potentially, and that's yeah. I don't see that happening at all happen. this year. <laughs> and that's not a knock against him. You could still have a great second half of the year. It's just yeah. AJ's taken off, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of those two, I've been you know, I mean, the kind of underwhelmed. Uh, Quez Watkins hasn't taken the step forward that we all hoped. Um, we'll see how Julio comes along. I'm glad that we signed him. I'd rather have him than not. And I like uh, you know, good veteran presence. Overall, for the receivers, though, I'm going to say B+. Plus. Yeah. I don't think that AJ can pull it up that much by himself. And yeah. I know, because think about it. Outside of AJ, Hater. it's been spectacular. Has anybody else lived up to expectations coming into the year at receiver? No, I mean, I get it. But... So, like, if we're going individually, AJ Brown, absolutely A+. Plus, A++. Plus plus. Give him A++++. Plus plus plus. But that he's only one guy. So, as the whole, the whole receiving core, I can't give him an A. Yeah. All right. I get it. Well, just to be clear, uh, AJ is my next jersey, so I've already made my decision. Even though part of me still wants Jalen Carter, but um, <laughs> working all those. Um, next up is tight ends. Uh, uh, I don't know what to say really. That's like a C minus because I feel like Dallas Carter hasn't done anything other than the past two games. Um, Jack Stoll. We'll go ahead and finish. Well, we got Jack Stoll and Grant Calcaterra. Uh, and what have they done this year? What have they done last year? Fucking blocked. That's about it. <laughs> um, hey, at least they're good at what they do. I mean, I mean Grant Calcaterra is not good at blocking. He's supposed to be receiving threat. Well, Grant Calcaterra is not nearly on the fucking field at all. But like, Jack Stoll think... blocks. 
and is good at it. As a sweet mullet, too. I strive to have that mullet, um, but I'm not going to. Um, I, I don't know. C minus, I guess. Yeah. I'm I'm more so curious on what what the hell did we trade for fucking Albert Oakwinegbanam for if he's not even going to touch the field. I mean, healthy scratch. Get that man out there. I do. I do have that name down. But, yes, he needs to be on the field. Mm -hmm. Dude, he's a monster. Like, that dude is huge. And he's got to be more serviceable than Grant. Like, I'm curious. I mean, if if, is he even practicing? I mean, is it just slow on the the, – getting the playbook down? I don't – no, no, no. Oh, oh! I, I thought we were talking about Greg Hockater. I was like, dude, he's been here for a while now. He should have had a playbook now. But... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Bring Zach Ertz back. That's all you gotta do. Well, he went. He just went to IR. So, all right, never mind. Fuck him. Dallas, what do you got? See, uh, Dallas Goddard. You know, yeah, he's had a great last few games, but it looks like he's on pace to have his traditional like six or seven hundred <laughs> yards and four touchdown season. Like, <laughs> yeah. Has he had an underwhelming career? Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think Man, it's so hard to say. I mean, it's like to... I think so, but like at the same time, if we redid that draft, I'd take him again. Probably. Probably. I, I don't know. I'd have to look actually, but there might be like some pretty good players taken after him. But uh, I'm not like disappointed. Don't be talking. I'm more so curious on what other tight ends in that draft class. I'm at what what year was that? Oh boy, we're gonna go down a rabbit draft. hole here. Uh, just to put out there, uh, I yeah, Dallas Goddard, I feel like has a disappointing career because I feel like he'd be so much more. Oh, but... Mark Andrews was in that half class. Oh, he's oh, he's no, no. he's Lamar Jackson made. That's okay. I'd rather have Dallas Goddard. Hayden Hurst. I don't know about that. He's ass. Mike Gesicki. He's ass. <laughs> that gritty is hard though. <laughs> yeah, it makes me believe I can dance. People appreciate. It. Um. <laughs> Tyler Conklin? Ass. Did I tell you guys about my friend who played high school basketball against Mike Kosicki? You may have. He's got a clip where uh, he tried to catch Mike Kosicki lacking and tried to dunk on him, and Mike Kosicki pinned it against the backboard. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. That'd be be, uh, sad. That'd be a sad day. Um, It's a funny clip, though. What players were drafted after Dallas got it? I'm very curious now. Ooh. Let me see. Jesse Bates. He's ass. Jesse, what? <laughs> Give me Dallas. Jesse Bates, Dante Jackson. Ass. Give me Dallas. Here, let's see the second round. Let's see who else they got. Jesse Bates, Dante Jackson. Justin Reed was in ass. the third round. What? No, he's not, bro. What? Give me Dallas. Uh, Justin Reed. You said Justin Reed. Jerome Baker. Ass. Give me Dallas. Sam Hubbard. Dallas. Michael Mark, and- Mark Andrews was drafted in the third round. Orlando Brown. Ass Dallas. Ronnie Harrison, maybe. Dude, why are you riding with him when you just said he's had an underwhelming career? And literally all these players are statistically having a better career in their own perspective. I already said Mark Andrews and Lamar made. They get him on a different team. He's he just a nobody. He's just a guy. Um, okay, yeah, so. Kazir uh, White, baby. I was just looking at the uh, yeah. Well, stud Bryce didn't appreciate him while he's here. He fucking uh, arguably the best linebacker we have since like Jeremiah Strider. He fucking uh, was awful. But, all right. Anyway, but we'll move, we'll move on to the, the off the line. Then we'll make our predictions because we Shaq have Griffin. went 
Isn't wait? Didn't he? Isn't he the one with the one 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 hand? Yeah. I can't say he's ass because I feel like that's wrong. But um, <laughs> no, he was ass in the league. All right, he was ass. All right, yeah, ass give me Dallas. Um, off the line, I feel like you can't give me anything other than like A plus. Um, yeah. Is anybody is anybody going to disagree with A plus? I can't. You say offensive line? Yeah, no, A plus. It's not even close, dude. I I was looking into Jordan Malata's stats this year. They're ridiculous. Like they're they they're insane, and I don't like he's. He's definitely a top five left tackle in the league, but he could he could definitely have an all pro year this year. He's he's dude when because I was listening to uh Rube and Dave Zangaro the other day, and they were talking about Dave brought up is like if you're ever watching a game and they're they get the run game going and you work Jordan Mylotta and Landon Dickerson on a combo block. That guy that they're blocking is fucking ten yards off the screen. Like you could, you, know, you don't even see him, dude. I would be terrified to be a nose tackle <laughs> having to play against on that side, dude. God bless three hundred and what's Jordan Malata? Jordan Malata is probably three thirty, yeah. probably two ten, two ten, yeah, solid easily. <laughs> I think one of his legs way two ten, but you got Landon Dickerson, solid three thirty. Yeah, no. It, it shit's a lot crazy, of man. Bro. That shit is wild. Definitely a lot of man. Uh, but yeah, let's uh let's go ahead and make our predictions, wrap up this show because this has went on a lot longer than I thought. I got packed for this weekend because I haven't packed yet. So uh I'm actually gonna start with Josh. Um Josh, what is your prediction for this upcoming game against the commanders? So before we make my prediction. Oh when God. we did our season preview and we went by game game by game, I thought this was going to be our first loss. But I don't think we're going to lose. All right. We already got our first loss out of the way, so we can just flip those two. We'll still we'll still end up fourteen and three, like I predicted. I'm going to say we're going to win. I don't think it's going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be a good close game. I'm going to say twenty-one seventeen Eagles. Nice. All right. Well, I'm going to bring some light to this. <laughs> this podcast since he's been a Debbie Downer this whole time. I think we absolutely so beat, their, beat their ass this time. Yeah, low scoring. I think we beat their <laughs> ass 38 to 10. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I hope so. Uh, so if you are a consistent listener uh, on this pod, you will know it's a trend that Chase always picks 34-17. Except for last week. I picked 34-21. And what was the score last week? 34-17. So, I will ride that again. Uh, give me 34-17. Uh, Wait, what is 31-17? No. I think, it was, I think last week was 31-17. Yeah. Let's, let's pretend like that never happened. I've, I've been picking 31-17 for the past couple of weeks, and then I picked 31-21, 34-21 last week. So I'm going to pick 31-17 this week. It's going to happen again. Um, actually, fuck that. 42-7. <laughs> yeah, baby. Dylan <laughs> Hurst doesn't have a turnover this game. Those uh, five touchdowns. Five tutties. Uh, Devontae has five of them. AJ Brown gets absolutely shut down by Manuel Forbes. But <laughs> Devontae Smith goes fucking crazy over there on the other side. And uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, this well, podcast has turned into a complete <laughs> troll session. Yeah, we uh, we leave the, I leave that stadium happy and uh, <laughs> yeah, just satisfied, super satisfied. Uh, I'm going to have my Devontae Smith jersey on. And uh, they don't have an MVP type game, and he's gonna be put back on the fucking map. 
uh, <laughs> don't forget who he is. Um, but that will wrap up this episode. Um, yeah, I'm a little sleepy, so I may have uh, been a little un- unserious um, throughout this whole episode. And my apologies if that's not your cup of tea. Um, but, uh, you know, as always, if you, uh, if you like us, uh, follow us on all the socials at the link lineup where we tweet every single day. We post TikToks every single day and uh, we post twice a week on YouTube. There's that. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, hey, how's it going? Um, like, comment, subscribe, share with a friend. Um, all that good stuff. And if you're listening on any of the streaming services, thank you for listening. because You guys have been awesome. Um, leave a review and uh, share with a friend as well. Because um, that's awesome if you do. Um, and I'll be forever grateful. Uh, but until next time, as always, go birds. Go birds. Go birds.